Okay, guys, testing, testing, testing. Let's see if... Okay, so I see one person in the uh, studio on Podbean Live. So welcome, welcome, welcome. I am doing a sound check on all of my platforms here. And so... Oh, let's see, how do I... see okay okay so it's I see it's DMG ESQJH I'm not sure who that is but I do know that cheeky bugger is Florence hi Instagram hey old hey Manuel it's nice to see you. I'm just doing a sound check over here to make sure all of my various, uh, to make sure everything is working. Hi, Florence. How are you? Um, I'm getting everything set up. So it looks like, and let's see, I see it's Olin Tangy Garden Join. Hi, that's on Instagram. And let's see. Oh, Jess from Prince in the Garden. Hi, Jess. Welcome. I'm glad you were able to join. And got, it looks like you got set up really well. Um, so I am seeing who's on each of the platforms. Let's see. I know. Let's see. Uh, Inez is supposed to be joining me here on YouTube. So I'll give her a second. Inez, are you here? Can you hear me? And, oh, I think, actually, I think Inez is joining me on Instagram. So, hello to everybody on Instagram. Um, Ultimate Gardening Manual, yes, I am on YouTube as well on my channel. I'm also doing a, um, on Podbean, um, if you go to Podbean, I have a podcast. So, if you want to actually call in, like, on there's a way for you to call in and actually talk to me and, um, and ask me questions on Podbean, you can do that. Okay, so you can see comments on YouTube. Okay, that's good. Okay, so hi, Vima Alvarez. It's good to see you. So it looks like everybody's coming in. Uh, let's see, there's, looks like there's a, a couple people on YouTube. Oh, yes, Garden Girl. Hi, Maria. It's nice to see you. By the way, Maria, you sent me an email and it, your message was blank. I wasn't sure if you were trying to uh, tell me you wanted some seeds if that's if so i just need you to send me your um send me your mailing address oh so i know you can't see the comments on youtube okay that's weird um hmm i don't know if you're maybe your browser is your browser isn't updated um hi hi brad okay so this is going to be fun. I'm going to be trying to jump between three platforms and get everybody's questions. But before we do this, let me go get my, um, let me go get my, uh, mocha cause I'm going to need some caffeine. Oh yeah. So Inez, what I was saying is that sometimes if your, your web browser isn't the current version, sometimes all the functions won't be available. Uh, so that's not bad. Hello, ever hopeful gardener. Um, guys, I'm going to go get my coffee and then I'm going to, I'm going to do the housekeeping and then we'll get into some questions.
Okay, guys, I'm back. Mm. Okay, guys, I'm back. So, um, my name is Brooke. This is the Vintage Garner podcast. Um, it's a live cast, so I'm doing it. I'm hosting this on Podbean, but I am simultaneously streaming it to Facebook Live and um, not Facebook Live, Instagram Live and YouTube Live. And so I'm going to be trying to take questions from all three platforms. Hopefully, this goes well. Um, hi, Laura, Lorraine T. I knew you guys just said you were joining. Um, I'm glad you got the poppy seeds. Um, so for those of you guys who are on Podbean, uh, you have the ability to call in somewhere on your device. There should be a call in button. If you call it in, it's going to send me a notation saying you're calling in. I'll kind of answer it. You'll get an invite and then you can talk. Uh, for the people on Podbean, there is a hard two hour limit for the studio. So we may get ticked off, but I do believe I can reset it. I did put the link to the YouTube live in it. If I successfully set it, I'll let you know to come back in. Um, we may get kicked off just because of technical issues. Once again, um, if you go to the YouTube live, I'm, I'll announce once I've reset the studio. Uh, so guys, the show is G rated. So let's keep the language clean. Gosh, darn golly G whiskey, tango, foxtrot. I think you guys get what I mean. Um, for right now, um, actually, you know what? You guys can ask as many questions as you want. <laughs> It'll be right. You know, I don't think, I don't know how many questions we'll have, but we'll, um, we'll, we'll see how it goes. So for those of you guys who are on Podbean, go ahead and call in if you have a question about winter sewing. Um, and let's see on Instagram, let's see. Instagram, if you guys have any gardening, um, any winter sewing questions, go ahead and ask. So today's question and answer is about winter sewing for those, um, for those of you guys who are, um, oh, okay. Actually, Justice from Princeton is calling, so I'll invite her. Okay, so Jess, can you hear me? And is it working? Yes, I can hear you. Good. Um, can oh, before you start, can everybody on Instagram hear Jess right now? Okay. I hope everybody can do that. Okay, so um, Brad wants to know what seeds am I starting right now for winter sowing? Um, Brad, I have 154 varieties. It's poppies, delphiniums. Um, it's all kinds of stuff. I'll have to grab my seed box. Okay, so Jess, uh, what's the question that you had? So this is my first year trying to start seeds and I decided to do winter sowing actually in part because I found some of your videos on YouTube. Okay. And I just wonder like what, so I'm going to be using milk jugs. And if I have like extra seeds, I think I'm going to do like the dome cups like you do that you have too. But like, okay. what would you say is like the number one thing to like look out for, you know, like I'm starting with um, snapdragons and um, some like cold hardy vegetables like kale and arugula. Okay, so the cold hardy vegetables can start now. You might not get sprouts until like March, which is fine. Okay. Um, when it comes to the snapdragons, I 
tried those last year and I did an early winter sowing in January. And then I also did a later winter sowing in March. And I found that the ones I started in January, they sprouted, but they just never grew. Uh, but the ones I started in March are the ones that really took off and are the ones I ended up putting in my garden. Now, the ones I started in January, in all honesty, I used a Spoma potting soil, which was definitely not the best. So I'm not sure if that had something to do with it. But that's just one of those ones with Snapdragons. I would recommend starting part of the seeds now and then part of the seeds later just to see which ones you get uh, the best results are. Because there's so much dispute like anytime you go to a website, everybody has different plants listed mm -hmm. what you can, what you can start and when you can start it. But it really just depends upon where you are and, and that sort of thing. So that's what I would say. The other thing is just make, I don't know what type of potting soil you're using. Um, I found a spoma to be way too dry. Okay. Um, had really bad germination. Uh, since you're in Princeton, um, Oh, great. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I, I guess you just saw that too. Yeah. Like, really? All right. Well, um, hang on for a second. Let me see if I can ban him from the... Sure. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm be so crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, so guys, we just... I just had somebody who, like, jumped in and who has... Um, Okay, I'm going to block him. Okay. Um, and for those of you who are on Podbean, you probably could see just... Uh, I'm sorry that happened to you. I mean, that's yeah, it's fine. It's No, it's fine. And so it was just... It, it was something racist that just popped up. So everyone on Podbean can see it. That's why I stopped. But um, yes, yeah, so, so let's see. You're in Princeton, so I would recommend maybe something like... Since we got a lot of moisture, um, if, if you can find like ProMix BX, that's what I'm using that this year. I really, really like that one because it helps with um, with uh, developing the root system on the plant. So that's okay. what I recommend. Uh, but aside from that, like just put them outside, let them, let them do their thing. And even when you see like a couple of inches of ice water on it. Okay. Just, just, it, it's going to be okay. I promise. All right. And <laughs> And I guess like my other question, first of all, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then my other question is like once, so let's say they have germinated, they're looking good. Like when, um, like when you transplant the seedlings, um, are you going into a slightly larger pot first or are you going right into the ground after that? I go, I go right into the ground. I don't go into a different pot. Um, cause the thing is when you're starting things from seeds, I find that the seed plants that are started from seed are a lot less fussy. They're a lot less hardy. Um, so with things that you can er do early sowing, like for example, the poppies, uh, the delphiniums and that sort of thing, as soon as that you can work the ground, I would get those in. Anything that's like a half-hearty annual, like I think I had on there, nasturtiums, like china asters, I would kind of wait on, like, wait on those, like, closer to, like, the end of April, May, but just have some frost cloth handy just in case we get, like, one of those frost, and then you have to actually, you know, um, and, and you have to cover it. So, okay, um, yeah. But kale can, like, like vegetables, like kale, like, they can handle, they can handle 
um, pretty decent amount of frost. So, okay. I'm, I'm really excited to start and like, thank you so much for your help. This is like, I, I was really hoping to be able to ask someone who knew what they were doing. <laughs> so I'm excited to try it. And thanks again. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. No problem. Uh, so Manuel from G Ultimate Gardening, um, send me a message through Instagram if you want to, and I'll give you my email so that way you can have a question. Um, so let's see. Um, but Brad, to answer, give you an additional answer to your question with seeds. I had organized my seeds by um, botanical name, so I'm just going to take it A, do all the A's first. And I think the A's have um, Alicia Rosia, so that's hollyhock, uh, yarrow. Um, I can't remember the botanical names, but that's what I'm getting going to start first. And let's see. Um, Okay, so hi, Susan Kilpatrick. Susan, I sent you your seeds. I don't know how long it's going to take to get to Canada. Um, okay, so Ina says she left her leeks in the container and she never transplanted them. Okay, that's <laughs> As long as you got some leeks. Let's see. Garden Girl said last year I didn't start till March when I first found out about winter sowing. It um, that was late for Zone 6 in southeast Michigan. Really? Um Maria, why was that late? Because I've done winter sowing in March, and I had pretty decent success with it. Oh, you're welcome, Susan. Um, let's see. So I see some other people in the um, in the studio. So um, Florence, did you have a question about um, winter sowing? If so, you can call in. And so... Hi to the Fake News Network. Welcome to the show. Okay, let's see. Okay. Hi, Florence. Can you hear me? Hi there. Yes, I can. Hang on for a second, Florence. Hi, oh. Roxanne. Welcome to the show. Um... For you guys who are on Instagram and face, excuse me, in YouTube Live, can you guys hear Florence talking, or could you hear the last quest, um, person he was on asking questions? <clears throat> I forgot there's a time lag on this. Oh, I see. Uh, so okay. Says, yes, you could hear them. Okay, good. I just want to make sure you guys can hear. Okay, okay. So Florence, what's your question? Well, first of all, I was amazed by the amount of poppy seeds you had collected mm. I, I was like is she going to be baking with these <laughs> it was like it was like a measuring cup you know but oh, anyway I I started collecting milk jugs okay last year I did poppy seeds I even bought a pop uh, uh, bought a, a poppy plant in okay. a pretty good size um, container and stuff you know pot and um, none of them None of them worked for me. Um, the one that was in the, you know, like five inch square pot mm -hmm. um, just kept on dwindling down to where it was, you know, nothing. So I don't know what it is that I'm doing with these things that I'm doing wrong. But okay. um, I'm going to try, mm -hmm. um, you know, taping the milk jug with the seeds in it and stuff right. and putting that outside. Um, okay. we, we've been a little, 
COVID got into the house and it's been spreading all over the place. So I'm, I'm like beside myself, but I'm, I want to get out there and do something with this. Okay. Um, well, first of all, what type of poppies did you do? Did you use? Cause last year I had a complete seed failure with the lilac pom pom poppies that I got from swallowtail uh, garden, uh, swallowtail seeds. Um, I had an issue with them, but the year before, but I wasn't sure. But this year, I definitely know that was an issue. Um, was it, what type of, do you remember what type of poppy it was? They, um, I, I, I don't remember the name, but I, I do remember I picked them up at Walmart and it was the red one with the black center and okay. a, uh, an orangey type, um, okay. like a t t tangerine uh, color. Right. Yeah, I and don't I remember the names of them. Oh, they wait, didn't they? They didn't sprout at all, and the one that I bought in a plant mm -hmm. was um, uh, I don't know. It like Imperial comes to mind. Is there one that's called Imperial? Um, it was a red one. I know it was a red one because that's what I asked when I when I bought it. I wanted to get a red one. Yeah, but um you know, that, you know, that didn't work. And here's the thing. I water everything with my pond water. Mm -hmm. So it, it should have done even better, you right. know, since it's fish emulsion and stuff. But, um, I don't know if it's because, you know, <laughs> I, I, I babied them and I loved them too much that I, you know, overcared and killed them. I, I just don't know. Right. So wait, so did this, so you planted seeds or did you plant poppy roots? I'm, I'm a little confused. Uh, seeds. There's seeds. Either. And did they, did they actually sprout though? No, or, nothing. Nothing sprouted. Okay. Nothing. Uh, it could have been a bad batch of seeds. Um, I mean, I would go, let's see. I would go to like, I order my poppy seeds online and actually I have some for my garden. So if you want to email me your address, I'll send send you some, um, okay. you can try Like I don't do the milk jug. I like doing the solo cups just because it's, it's less prep with the cups. Um, in terms of just, you know, you don't have to like hinge anything. You just take a cup, you pop the milkshake lid on it and then you're done. Mm -hmm. Um, try the ones I give you and see what happens. You can also just sprinkle them on the ground and in a bare spot and just let it and let it do its thing. But it could have been a bad, bad batch of seeds that does happen on occasion. And hang on for a second. There's another question here. Okay. Um, so Garden Girl Maria says, I heard it was late for Lysianthus and some eucalyptus. I've never tried eucalyptus. I did try some Lysianthus via winter sowing last year. I did get sprouts, but I think probably once they sprouted, I probably should have put them in my cold frame to take for it to take over. And I just didn't do that. This year I'm doing sprouts indoors and I've actually, I, I, they've already started to come up. <clears throat> okay. And Maria says she wintered, sowed with sweet pea in clear plastic water bottles. But once I planted them in the ground, I lost them. Oh, that's unfortunate. Um, cause they do really well. Um, Susan Kilpatrick, uh, the type of marker you should use for the label containers. I use, it's a, it's a garden. It's a specifically a waterproof garden marker. Um, cause if you use something like a Sharpie, it's going to wash off. Let's see. <clears throat> oh, okay. Roxanne. Well, thanks for stopping in. Um, I'll try to replay it on here. I will definitely be replaying on YouTube. And of course, if you want to catch the podcast on Podbean, you can do that too. 
Okay. Um, so yeah, so, um, Florence, send, like, when we, when this is over, like, you have my email address, right? Uh, no, but, but I, I, um, me message you on Facebook. Okay, so yeah. I can pop my address in there for you. Yeah, and I'll send you some of the seeds, because I okay. had, I probably had a million of them, so... I put a half a teaspoon in each bag and I'm sending it. I've sent it to people who wanted it. Okay. Um, That's I, very nice of you. That's very nice of you. What can I do with the million poppy seeds? I mean, really? I play, you know, spread poppies all across my acre yard. Um, okay. So let's see. Does anybody on Instagram have any questions? I did want to say one thing about the marker that you said you used. Yes. What's up? Mm -hmm. uh, um, I I do stained glass, and okay. there's a marker that um, Milwaukee, um, the tool company, puts out that does not wipe away. It's better than the Sharpie. Okay. Yeah. What's the name of the marker? They're Milwaukee, like the tool company. Milwaukee makes them, and they come in different colors too. Okay, so guys, Florence is saying we should all try out the Milwaukee marker. So put that on your list of things to try. Okay, so um, Manuel from Garden Ultimate Gardening. I don't know if you're still on here. Um, what's the temperature where you are? Because I see you growing cucumbers. Oh my goodness, I, I this time delay is killing me here. Okay. Okay, so Garden Girl, in terms of the Lizzie's inside, um, you know what, I'm, they, according to the instructions, you're supposed to start those in deep cell packs. So last year when I ordered, uh, I think it was like 200 Germander, they came in like these five inch plug containers. And so that's what I'm growing mine in. Okay, so Susan says that she had great success with water jugs growing false indigo. Okay, Snaps, Dragons, Morning Glory, Tall Verbena, and Unknown Poppies. Uh, is False Indigo, is that, that's Baptisia, right? Right, Susan? Okay, good. That, that's what I thought. Um, so, let's see. Hi, Paige B. How are you? Welcome to the show. Uh, did you have any questions? I'm trying to figure out. And Paige B, where do you garden? Um, Florence, are you still on? Yes, I'm sorry. Only because I don't know how I'm uh, getting out of here. <laughs> it was fine. I was going to ask you, what seeds are you starting this year? Oh, um, I I picked up some of the hollyhock. Okay. And I have um, the columbines. I put them down mm -hmm. um, in a spot that's close to my house. So it's kind of like shaded, gets um, morning sun, and then it goes uh, to shade and stuff. 
Okay. Um, I also, um, there was something else. Oh, I did, uh, I put down some, I, I put them into the ground. Uh, I put some um, echinacea, the, the cone plant. Yeah, cone flower. Mm-hmm. Cone flower. Right. I, I, I did them. I haven't done too much of anything other than that, because like I said, we ended up getting sick and stuff and, and, uh, and, uh, you know, just didn't get around to too many things and stuff. I, I did a lot with, um, um, elephant ears. Okay. Um, I don't know. When you came to the yard, did I show you? Did we walk around back to see the different colored elephant ears? Yes, you did show me your elephant ear collection. Okay. You have okay. a lot. So I, I, I barely got, well, I got the elephant ears out, but I barely got the cannas out because, you know, it just, things were happening and stuff. So mm. um, I, I was concentrating a lot on getting the things out and drying out and, and bagging and, you know, putting into the basement and stuff. So those are really the only ones that I've started um, in seed, the uh, ho- hollyhock, right. columbine, and um, the um, coneflower. Okay. Okay, so let's see. Uh, Lorraine T. wants to know, where did you buy my, where did I buy my soil for winter selling? All right, so the uh, Promix BX that I use, I got from Dambly's, which is in Williamstown, New Jersey. Um, they sell it in bales, so it's pretty uh, large. Uh, let's see, the Twin Oaks, which is which I liked, I got from Haynes Farm and Garden in Cinnamonson. And the Frey, or Fry, or how do you pronounce it, I also got that from... Um, from uh, Haynes Farm and Garden in Cinnamon Sin. So those are those two. Those are the two places. A bumper crop I got from Dambly's, and then no, no, I'm sorry. Bumper crop I got from Spots Garden Center, which is in Medford, and it's the Happy Frog I got from from Dambly's. So, um, okay. So Susan, when you say which kind of winter um, winter excuse me, what type of coneflower are you planning to winter sow? Last year, let's see, I did, I did yellow mellow echinacea. I think that's the only one I did winter sowing with. Okay. I'm going to have to remember to set these. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so Wild Soul Gardener on Instagram says, yes, I just sowed my coneflower, poppies, yarrow, and columbine. In my experience, is this the right time to do this? Yes. Um, yeah, coneflower, yep. Poppies, yes, I did early. Uh, yarrow and columbine, yeah, you can do all those right now. Those are fine, because let's see. The coneflower, yarrow, and columbine are all perennials. The poppies love some cold. So, oh, I had, hi, um, Jess from Princeton Gardening. I see you over there. Um, let's see. So Susan says with respect to coneflower, she's doing white and yellow, looking for seeds still. Um, Susan, when it comes to echinacea, let's see. Where did I get my echinacea from? Um, I did. 
I got some, I got a bunch, I think I got some last year from Baker's Creek. They had a lot of nice ones. Uh, Geoseed, which is in South Carolina, is, has a ridiculous amount of variety. And on top of that, they have it in larger quantities. Um, like, you know, sometimes I think for them, like the minimum, depending upon the plants, like the minimum seed count is like 100. Um, so you might want to try there because they have like, I want to say like at least 25 different varieties of um, coneflower, um, including white and yellow. Okay, so Garden Girl says, is Happy Frog and Proven Winners good soil to use for this type of um, sowing? Okay, so let's see. Um, Garden Girl, I've never tried Proven Winners. I wasn't aware Proven Winners had potting soil. If they did, that's that's news to me. I'm, I was not aware of that. Uh, happy Frog, I had good results with it. The one thing I would say about the Happy Frog is that, um, for me at least, because I'm in New Jersey and we get a lot of moisture, I noticed I had a lot of, um, especially once the weather thawed, I just found that I had a lot of like algae on top because it was a little too moist for me. Um, I found that um, Promix BX, the one that's got the micro rizal fungi in it, uh, uh, Twin Oaks and Frey, it's art. F-R-E-Y or Fry, how you pronounce it, in my opinion, had the best like um, moisture retention to drainage ratios. That's that's what I found. Um, with Happy Frog, if you're living in a dry area, I think it, it retained moisture a little bit more than the others. So that would be a good choice for you. Uh, but like I said, I haven't tried Proven Winners um, soil, so I can't give you an opinion on that one. Okay, so looks like it's just me and you, Florence. <laughs> I'm very doggy. Um, so for those of you guys who are on um, Instagram and I guess like Facebook, y'all can um, uh, YouTube, y'all can you guys can join us on Podbean and call. There's a chat. There's a chat feature too. <laughs> um, you guys like want to call in a question? So Page B, um, I noticed that you are from Southern New Jersey, which um, which part of Southern New Jersey are you from? Okay, uh, so let's see. Jess from Princeton Garden wants to know, do your plants ever grow too large for the containers? Um, I use, because I use like the solo cups, I mean, it's a 16 ounce solo cup. There's actually a pretty good amount of dirt in there. Um, so, I mean, I know other people use solo cups for things like tomatoes and that sort of thing. So it has a fairly deep, um, it has a fairly deep reservoir. So I, I mean, you know, they'll get tall. I mean, I, I did have things bloom last year in the containers, but, um, you know, but I mean, I got, I, I think I got most of everything planted by like July. So it was, you know, you know, it was okay. I'm trying to think, I think my Larkspur got like 18 inches in there. Um, I'm trying to think of something else. Larkspur was the only one that I remember getting really, really tall. But um, for the most part, I mean, the thing is, I didn't put just, I don't thin my seedlings. So like with the poppies, I had sometimes like five or six little seedlings in one container and I just split it up when I planted it. And they seem to do, um, they did seem to do so fine. But would I leave it in there till August? No, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> okay, let's see. And your poppies bloomed last year, right? The seeds that you planted? Yes, they did bloom. Yes, they 
Um, I did a couple of batches. I did some in early winter. And then when I finally got my seeds from um, Geo Seeds, I started a late batch. And the late batch I did was called Angel's Choir. And so the most of the poppies bloomed during the month of June. And then um, they started tapering out. But then the Angel's Choir kind of picked, you know, came into bloom and the and at the end of June, so it was really it was really it was really nice. But yeah, I got got blooms. Um, they definitely the poppies definitely do better the earlier you get them in the ground because um, the ones that I planted when it's really started getting hot just did not do too well. Oh, so Paige B, you're from Morristown. All right, so you're like two towns over from me. That's cool because I'm in um, I'm in. Oh, so hi, Mara. Um, is it Jadeski or Mara Jadeski? How are you? Um, tonight's live is about winter sewing. So if you have any winter sewing questions, um, you can put it in the comment section and I will try to get an answer for you. Okay, Inez says you're being a good listener. Okay, well, that's nice, Inez, but <laughs> I want you to talk. <laughs> um, Inez, I know you did uh, winter sewing last year. What are you doing this year? Let's see. Oh, it's Jade Sky. Okay, I'm sorry, Jade Sky. I didn't realize that. I just, I thought, it was, I thought, I thought that was your last name. Okay. Um. So, um, Jade Sky, where are you? Where do you garden? Okay. So, Garden Girl wants to know: Have you? I ever tried Rocky Mountain Blue Penstemon or Butterfly Ben? blend penstemon um you know what garden girl i tried doing a winter sewing a late winter sewing in 2020 of the rocky mountain blue penstemon and my greenhouse flipped over a couple times and destroyed everything and so i was so frustrated i didn't do it again i do have some penstemon seeds this year so i'm going to try them early because that is a perennial um let's see with the butterfly blend delphinium you know what I do recall, you know what, I did, you know, another thing, but it didn't, I think I did plant that last year. And I know I planted it in 2020 and I lost the seedlings because they flipped over. Um, I know I had an issue. I know I had an issue last year with some of the stuff that I started with the Espoma. I think the Butterfly Blend may have been one of those ones. So it's one of those things I'm going to try again this year and see how it goes. Um... Uh, so Paige wants to know, oh yeah, Medford is lovely. Uh, do I ha remember the ballpark pricing of the Pro Mix from Dambly's? Um, let's see. I want to say I paid in the 30s, but I got to be honest with you. I mean, I don't know what size Ace has, but the one at Dambly's was a huge bail. And that lasted, I mean, I did a lot. I mean, I did a several hundred containers off of that one bag. Now, granted, maybe you're not doing as many as I did because last year I did 2,800, but it, it was, it, I, I didn't have an issue with it because with the amount I did, I found it was good quality. Uh, okay, so Mara is in Zone 8, Western Oregon. Oh, hi, Parsons Peonies. Uh, it, it, we're doing a question and answer session on winter sewing. Um, by the way, a Parsons Peonies, have you ever tried growing peony seeds from... A peonies from seeds because that's one of those things I'm trying to do and it's going to struggle. Um, let's see. Inez is growing vegetables. Okay. And Inez thinks it worth it. Okay. Jess wants to know 
when do you usually buy soil? I haven't bought any and I'm nervous I won't be able to find it. Oh, um, <laughs> I actually, uh, Jess, I actually have soil sitting right outside my door. Um, you might want to call, I don't know what the local garden centers around are in Princeton, where I am, like I said, because I'm doing ProMix, I get that from Dambly's, and Dambly's is one of, the, one of the few garden centers in this area that stays open all year round. Um, and the last time I was there, which is probably I, I, at some point in December, um, they already started bringing out their seed starting mix because they kind of cater to more some professionals. Um, so yeah, so uh, but the thing with the uh, the ProMix BX, check on Amazon because I think you can get it on there. Let's see. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, Garden Girl wants to know. A garden girl, you said, are you going to start them early or like in March? Okay, so garden girl, I'm doing two sets. So I'm doing early. And, you know, when I don't have trial, because this, this week I have a trial, so it's kind of messing up my garden plans here. Um, but I'm going to start um, my poppies and perennials now. And I'll probably do, you know, that'll probably take me through February. This year I'm doing fewer cups. I'm only going to do five of each variety I have. So at the end of the day, I should have less than a thousand cups to plant. We'll see. And then in March, um, I'll be doing the, um, the, um, half hearty things like, you know, the China asters, like the Bengal frost asters, um, like, uh, let's see the nasturtium, and I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on all the ones that I have for the hearty, uh, the hearty, the half hearty ones. But yeah, so I do, I'm going to do two batches. Okay, so yeah, def on page, definitely call up Dambly's. Uh, they definitely have it because I was in there a few weeks ago and I did definitely, I definitely saw it. Um, the bag that I have was black, but I think they changed it because now it's white. You just want to make sure whatever it's, it, ha it says it has microzal fungi because you'll notice a difference with the root system. Okay, so Mara wants to know what zone do I garden in? I see people starting winter sowing now, but I think it's too cold for me. Um, no, um, I am in zone seven, and now is a great time to winter sow. Um, some of the things, like for example, poppies, hollyhock, delphinium, yarrow, um, bells of Ireland, I'm trying to remember, I'm drawing a blank here, people. I said delphinium, larkspur, um, I think I said poppies already and, uh, lupin and that, that sort of thing. All of those things really do need cold. So the, no, the colder, the better. I mean, they're, they're not going to sprout now. They're going to sprout when they're ready. It's just with the cold and wet, depending upon what type of seed dormancy, that, um, the seed has, cause that's the thing. That's why winter sowing works because seeds have dormancy in them to prevent them from um, sprouting at the wrong time. So Sometimes it's because they, uh, the seed dormancy is they have hard coats. Uh, sometimes it's a temperature, it's a temperature thing. They need a certain amount of cold treatment. Um, sometimes some of the seeds have a uh, chemical inhibitors in them to prevent them from sprouting. And so you need that cold, you need the wet of winter. Like for example, with um, uh, the chemical inhibitors, the wet conditions of winter actually leaches those chemicals out to allow germination to happen. Um, anything that's got a hard seed coat, you know, the constant freeze-thaw cycle is going to break that, is going to, you know, rupture that seed coat eventually. And once the seed coat is ruptured, that's what it sends a chemical signal to trigger 
uh, germination, that sort of thing. So, you know, it is definitely not too cold for you to start. Let's see. Oh, so G Myra says, I have a lot of vegetables versus flour and seeds. Uh, so didn't know if that is different to start veggies versus flowers. It depends upon what type of vegetables. Um, last year I did some like cold hearty things. Like, so I did brassica. So I started broccoli, peas, Brussels sprouts. Did I start kale? I'm not sure. And I think I did some spinach. So, the, um, and they did come up. So, um, I mean, uh, carrots, actually carrots would be a good one. Uh, probably I would, I don't see why you wouldn't be able to do radishes either, but if things like tomatoes and peppers, I would not, if you're going to want to try to winter sow that one, that's something I would kind of wait until like late March and not do now, but yeah, you can do vegetables. Okay. So let's go back to YouTube and see if we've got any question. Okay. So garden girl says I brought some pro mix at Menards in the fall, but I can't remember if it had mycorrhizal. Does it make a difference? Um, I would just check to see if it's gotten in there. The mycorrhizal fungi helps root development. So last year when I used it, I used it on, it was like some sunset, like sunrise, uh, sunrise lupins. And I used it on zinnias. And one thing I noticed when I was starting stuff in the cups is that I would get like a little bit of root development at the top couple inches. And I would have one long root that went to the bottom. But like when I would take the plant out of the cup, everything in the middle kind of fell apart because there's no roots binding that dirt together. Um, one thing I noticed when I was using the pro mix is that, um, like with the zine, the zinnias and the lupins that I started is that when I actually went to pull it out of the cup, you know, I did have some long roots that were kind of coming out of the hole, but the entire cup had roots basically from the top to the bottom. And so it had a lot better root development. And I noticed last year, like when I put my zinnias in, I mean, I'm use, like, I grown them before in this location and they got like four feet tall. Last year, my zinnias got about as tall as me. I'm five foot four. And they actually were like turning into shrubs. And the thing is, I didn't pinch them. Uh, they just branch naturally. Um, but it was, it was absolutely amazing. And I personally think the zinnias performed that well because they had a much more um, well-developed root system by the time I put it into the ground. So, yes. So hopefully, um, but check, oh, but, um, yeah, Garden Girl, check, just check the bag to see if it's got microrhizo fungi, but a micro, um, but Garden Girl, if it doesn't have the microrhizo fungi, there's this, um, one company, it's called, oh gosh, what's it called? I want to say it's called like pro organics or something. I keep seeing their thing up on um, Instagram. They do sell mycorrhizal fungi that you can add to your dirt. And then there's another company I want to call I think it's called like nature's organics. I just know it comes in a brown cardboard box. They sell, sell mycorrhizal fungi just by itself. And I think you get that on Amazon. So you can just add that to the mix. Uh, so Inez says, do I have a hard time separating your plants? So you, since I sow several seeds in one cup, um, no, as long as the plants, like as long as it, it, if it's, if I let the cups dry out a little bit, that's when it becomes a little bit more difficult. But if, you know, if it's been regularly watered, I found it to be, um, I found it to be interesting. I just kind of like let it divide the way it kind of wanted to divide. 
Um, there were a couple of plants. And I'm trying to remember what it was. I think actually with the zinnias, I think I actually did take my hori hori knife to them and just like cut it, uh, cut what was in the cups in like four sections. And judging from the size my zinnias got, they didn't seem to mind that I was hacking on the roots like that. So, okay. So Mara says, I tend to kill indoor plants. Yes, 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 girl. <laughs> Me too, because <laughs> I'm pretty sure I killed almost like three of my uh, three of my uh, citrus plants. Um, and outdoor sowing, they don't always germinate for you, for you. So, what are my tips for successful germination or not killing the indoor seedlings? Um, uh, Mara, I'll be quite honest. I don't. I don't like starting things indoors. The only ones I'm doing this year are. Lysianthus, and, and I'm gonna have to start some germander, and I'll do that. Um, with me, for me, like as soon as they start sprouting, um, well, if I'm starting in season doors, I usually do that later in later in March. But basically, as soon as you know, I get you know them sprouting above the ground, I'm usually trying to get them outside as quickly as possible and get them in the ground. Um, but let's see. I just find that with winter sowing, I get much better germination um, because I find with your starting stuff indoors, you have to, you know, nick the seed coats. You got to soak things. Sometimes you have to pre-sprout things and wet paper towel. It's just, it's just a pain. That's why I like the winter sowing in this, in the solo cup so well. Okay. So garden girls, do you pinch any of your starts? No. Oh, actually, no, I think the only thing I pinched last year was my dahlias. But aside from that, no, I don't, I, I don't, I don't pinch. I'm not a pincher. I should be a pincher, but I don't know. I, I'm not, yeah, no, I didn't pinch. Um, and I'll be quite honest, I, I didn't, I didn't notice any difference. So uh, maybe this year I'll try it and see, but I can tell you like with the zinnias, like I didn't pinch anything and they got like five feet tall and they had five trunk main trunks and then each of the trunks kind of branched off. It was kind of ridiculous. I had a little, I had Xenia shrubs actually. Okay. So page B says you can buy mycorrhiza and it, fungi in isolate in isolation. Have you, I just have never done it myself. Yes. Yes. There they, you can buy it by itself. Um, garden girl says, have you ever tried soil blocking for indoor seed starting? You know, in my last house at Wild Leaf Cottage, um, I did do some soil blocks, but I didn't really have a seed starting set up. But you know, I'll be quite honest with the indoor seed starting. I never, like, like I said, I will sprout stuff inside. I think one year I sprouted stuff inside, but as soon as it sprouted, I like took it out into my cold frame. I am a big believer in trying to get your plants to start outside as soon as possible because I find they just do much better in a natural environment. Even if you're putting it in a cold frame, that's just, that's my preference. I just find it does better. You have, I had less dampening off issues. They just, they, they got more light. I, you know, my cold frame does get some airflow in it. I just found that they were stronger. That's just me. I'm not, I'm not a real, I'm not a real indoor seed kind of girl. Oh, so Mara says, I've went to some before, uh, but they all weren't successful. Okay, so Mara, what did you try to winter sow? And 
when did you try to winter sow it? And more, most importantly, what type of potting soil were you, uh, were you using? Because those things do make a difference. Okay. Uh, Jess says that um, I, I can't keep a house plant alive easily. Yeah, I mean, you know what? I do have some house plants right now, and I keep watching them, and they're still alive. And I've had them alive for couple you know a few months now so I'm kind of proud but like I said I had some citrus trees I had fruits on my citrus trees I bought them inside and let's see the variegated lemon totally lost all the fruit and defoliated um the kumquat tree and the calamine orange have all like shriveled and I don't even know if they're still alive uh, right now the only things I have alive definitely are the um the lime, the Meyer, the Meyer lime or whatever type of lime it is. Oh, the Mexican lime. And then my grapefruit tree, the lemon tree. I'm actually going to give it some, um, some, a liquid gold fertilizer by master nursery and see if I can resurrect it. Um, but yeah, it's, I like, I like, you know, I had the house plants outside and they were doing wonderfully. And now that they're inside, I'm just, yeah, I'm not, I'm not, I'm, mm, I'm going to have my gardener's license revoked. <laughs> um, okay. So garden girl says she was just, um, gifted a set of, I guess, soil blocking for indoor seas. You know what? Um, garden girl, there is a, um, there is a flower farmer in, um, which we'll call it, um, where are they located? Columbus, New Jersey. And they use soil blocking and they absolutely love it for starting seeds. Um, so I, the people who've used, who do it seem to love it. It's just that, you know, I had that one bad experience and I they just never went back. How do I feel about dusting vermiculite on my planted seeds? Last year, I think I used it on the delphinium seeds. That's pretty much it. I, I didn't really, I really didn't use it that much. I didn't find with the winter sowing because of the air circulation that's in the cup. I didn't find that it was necessary. Um, but with the Lysianthus I have, um, I actually switched to a higher, rather than the short dome that came with it, I switched to a higher dome. So I've been watching it. I may get some vermiculite for that, but um, yeah. Okay, so Mara says she started winter sowing in January a couple years back, tried to sow flowers like lupine and patience, alyssum, carnations, snapdragons, use seedling soil, add some water, put them in milk jugs on my back deck in direct sunlight. Okay, so Mara, when you say seedling soil, are you referring to seed starting soil or transplant soil, like, or, or what? Because uh, the soil may be the issue. Um, let's see, Garden Girl says, I have Lisa Mason Ziegler book with my set. You know what, I, I have been, I really need to get Lisa Mason Ziegler's book. Uh, for the, those of you guys who are listening, um, Lisa Mason Ziegler wrote a book called Cool Flowers. She's a flower farmer. I follow her on Instagram. And so there's some flowers that you can actually sprout in fall, plant them then with row covers, and they can handle the cool weather and they will they'll develop the roots over the winter and when they come back the next spring they'll be much taller plants one of the things that's on that list are nigella and one the other thing is bells of ireland um right i did have some 
nigella sprout at the end of last year and now they're covered with a heavy layer of like leaf mulch so i'm interested to see will they continue to grow over winter um and yeah the bells of ireland i haven't tried that way but speaking of which i need to start my bells of ireland okay so mara says oh hi hi organized home owner i think your name is claudia right um claudia we are doing a uh q a on winter sewing so if that's something you're interested in you have questions uh just say uh throw it out there uh so mara says jeed jiffy seed starting soil the one that doesn't have extra stuff in it made for seeds okay yeah so mara that's probably your issue um when it comes to winter sowing potting soil is best like the those seeds like those seeds really do need cold wet conditions um the, that uh jiffy seed starting mix is gonna let um too much water drain it's not good um the you need that water you need that water and you need the water you know, to over help overcome that whatever seed dormancy the seed has. And it's not going to get that using G, uh, Jiffy seed starting mix. Oh, hi. Hi, Claudia. Um, hey, Claudia, do you ever do winter sowing? Okay, you know what, guys? I got to go put a log on my wood burning stove. Let's take a station identification break. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I'm back. And for those of you who are on Instagram and uh, YouTube, you can see the two giant cases of seeds that I have. I finally decided to get myself organized. So let me, t I don't think Brad's on here, is he? Um, let's see. So in my A section, I know some of you guys probably are looking to see what I want to sew. Um, I have like hot biscuits amaranth, but that's something I'm going to wait until, because I don't think, let's see. You have to sew this one after your last frost. So that's probably a summer one. I've got a more, I have a lot of amaranth this year. Uh, let's see. I do have some Snapdragon. It's called lemon sherbet. Sherbet. Um, I'm going to wait to do this in March. Uh, let's see. Lorraine says, do you refrigerate any seeds? You know, it's funny you should ask, you should ask that because I have menacopsis poppies from last year that I've left in my refrigerator since last year because it's like a, a Himalayan slash Tibetan um, hybrid mount, um, blue poppy. So you can. Um, you can store it inside. You can refrigerate it. Um, I know Barbara, who's the owner of... Um, the Stone Bridge Garden Peddler here in New Jersey says that she refrigerates her seeds. And she goes, if you do that, um, they can last like eight or nine years, she said. So. Uh, yes, Mara. Uh, um, yes. A, a potting soil is better than a seed starting soil for winter sowing. Absolutely. Um, the ones. Uh, okay. So don't do a spoma. I try. I did. I 
tested six brands out last year. Spum was one. I had the worst results of that. Um, I don't know how wet a climate you live in, uh, but if you you live in a wet climate, I would go with like Twin Oaks uh, Fry. That's F R E Y. My favorite is a Promix BX. They do they, but that one they sell in a bale. So unless you're doing you know, if you're doing like, you know, 10 or so, like maybe not me, I'm doing several hundred. So the bale is very economical for me. If you're in a drier climate, then I would go with bumper, bumper crop or happy frog. And let's see. Um, let's see. Inez. Oh yes. I love Stonebridge garden colors too. Barbara is great. Um, let's see. Um, Inez wants to know, did I get the blue poppies to bloom last year? You know what, Inez? I got them to sprout and that's pretty much all that they did. Um, I started those in the Espoma and so I don't, I don't know. I don't think there was enough moisture for it. I know those blue poppies because they are grown in the Himalayan mountains, you know, they're, they need, they need cooler temperatures. And on top of that, I know last year we, our temperatures spiked really um really quickly um so i'm going to try it again this year with a different type of soil and yeah i, I think I, what i'm going to do is i'm going to try to do winter sow some again using uh, the pro mix bx and i think i'm going to try to start some just in my house because i only have my temperature set at like 68 and the room that i've got my sea starting in tends to get a little bit cooler at night because there's some the radiator pipes back there. That's a whole issue. Um, so the Menocopsis poppy might like those temperatures in terms of germination. So I'm going to try it. Um, my understanding is the Menocopsis poppies take, it's hard to get them to germinate. And so basically um, this one man who's a very experienced gardener, so it took him like four years. So I'm, I'm taking it all in stride. Okay, so your mom bought me Miracle Grow potting soil for Christmas and my climate as well. Um, Mara, I the reason I would not use Miracle Grow potting mix is because Miracle Grow has um, has fertilizer already in it. I personally would not. I if you're gonna start seeds, I wouldn't start it in something that's got um, that's got a uh, fertilizer in it. Um, if you go to the local Lowe's. I'm trying to think. I think they've got a more organic brand. If it has fertilizer, it's like organic, like alfalfa, like that's okay. But the chemical fertilizers, I think maybe I probably going to be too much for the little seedling. So hi, gardening and houseplants. We are doing a and a on winter sowing. So if you have any winter sowing questions, um, just throw them out here. Okay. Brooke, you mentioned Lowe's. Yes. Um, I was there purchasing some stuff. I guess it was toward the beginning of the summer. And right. um, a lot of their bags were ripped open. And um, I, I was a little discouraged about that. I went back, you know, a couple times. By the end of the summer, I went back and there was a sign there that if you purchase the open bags, they were half price. The bags that were like ripped open. Right. So a lot of their bags, their big bags, like just the corner was ripped off or something. And right. I drive a pickup truck. So I scooped up like two or three bags of the big bags of um, um, 
potting soil. Right. That's the one that has the tiny little pieces of wood in them and stuff. It's not the 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 loomy stuff that has like um, the white pieces of. Um, yeah, yeah, um, I know. Um, you know what I'm what I'm talking about. It, right. It's, yeah. So anyway, um, so I I picked some of them up and um, I thought that was a great deal for just like a little corner ripped off or something. The the bags being half price. I don't know if they do that all the time, but they did have a sign up that day that I went there, so I picked them up. So I just thought I'd, you know, throw that out there in case. Um, Go to the you know, Lowe's. You're ever at Lowe's, you might ask them. You know. Yeah, if you went to the Lowe's in Mount Holly, they're usually good about doing stuff like that. Let's see. I went to the one in Voorhees. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, they're better. Hi, that, Julie. That was closer to me. Hi, Julie. It's nice to uh, see you. We are doing a question and answer session on starting seeds by winter sowing. So gardening and houseplants has the question. I have some seeds and want to know if the seeds will get the cool stratification they need from winter sowing or if I should just put those seeds in the refrigerator. Uh, so garden and houseplants, um, I don't think I saw. What zone are you in? Uh, well, well, you can just tell me where you live. Oh, round about where you live. I promise I won't try to find you. <laughs> um, that's, that'll be the answer to your first question. Um, clear for flowers and color. Okay, so Garden Girl says, OMG, I have the same containers and got them at Michael's on sale. Clear for flowers and color for veggies. Okay, I'm I'm totally I'm totally lost. Uh, I know you know what somebody did ask me a question about where I got stuff. Um, I got my cups from Party City, um, cause, and I got them you know different colors because I color coded my stuff because you know I'm extra. And then I got the clear lids from um, WebRestaurant.com, and they sell it in a box. You can either get a hundred or you can get a thousand. I bought <laughs> three boxes of a thousand. Because that's how I roll, people. Okay. Okay, so gardening and houseplants, so you're in zone 7B. Okay, well, I'm in zone 7A. Um, if, well, actually, you know what, garden and houseplants, are you, do you live in, like, the Philly area, or what state exactly do you live in? <clears throat> oh, and I'm waiting for the response. Uh, Longwood Garden should have the blue poppies in March. Yes, you know what, um, Inez, you're right, they do. Um, I've, I've seen videos, and this year I'm going to go, and I'm going to see it for myself. And, you know, and if I can find one of those gardeners, I'm, I'm going to ask them. I'm going to, if I have to put them in a headlock, I will get their secret <laughs> for them. <laughs> okay, so gardening and houseplants says North Carolina, if that helps. Ooh, hmm. You know what, gardening and houseplants, you might wanna, you might wanna put the the seeds in the refrigerator. You know, my mom lives in North Carolina. Actually, she moved to South Carolina now, but she lives in North Carolina too. You know, the problem is y'all don't get a lot of like y'all don't get a lot of freezing temperatures, and you know some of those some of those plants really do need those freezing temperatures. So yeah, I would put it in the refrigerator for a couple of weeks and then take it out and 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 do it. Um, you know, see, if you live here in New Jersey, you'd be getting those 14 degree nights like we've been getting lately. Perfect for seed starting. Okay, so Julia says, 
I'm doing winter sewing for the first time this year. I'm very excited. I'm in North New Jersey. Yes, Jersey in the house. I got a bunch of clear, big water jugs from Target, and that's what I'm using. Okay, that's cool. Um, Julie, I don't know if you've seen my YouTube channel. I use um, milk. I use what I call a solo cup terrarium. So I went to Party City, and I got uh, the 16-ounce solo cups, and I ordered uh, milkshake lids from webrestaurant.com. So... You know, at the end of the day, the only thing you're doing is like, poke, you know, putting a hole in the bottom of it. You pop the milkshake lid on. It's really easy. No fuss, no muss. You can pop the lid on and off. It was super easy. Absolutely love it. Um, if you're going to, if you need to do a lot, um, for those of you guys who've been following me, y'all know that last year I, I installed a 2,100 square foot garden. So y'all know how many plants I needed. And so I was able to do 2,800 um, containers last year. Oh, you're welcome, gardening and houseplants. Okay, let's go back to YouTube over here. Okay, so Menacopsis lingholm is a variety that Longwood Garden uses. Yes, that's what I have. That, you know what, um, Inez, that's what I have. You know what, Inez, I am going to, there are a couple of other types of Menacopsis that are like white and pink. I ordered some from, I think it was Outside Pride. Those should be here soon, I think. Okay, Julie says, interesting. I'll check it out. May, I may change it up next year. Oh, yeah. Well, like I said, um, head of, like, actually, if you go to the pictures in my, on my um, my Instagram profile, if you go, like, scroll, like, um, down to, like, January, you'll see all the winter sewing cups I did. It was kind of good. Okay, Jess, thank you so much for joining me. Um, have a good night. Oh, sure. I think Sherry signed off. Okay. Okay, so Garden Girl says, oh my, I agree. I got some BMX soil discounted $5 cheaper. I guess because the bag was ripped, Garden Girl. If this, I guess that's what you're talking about. Oh yeah, so uh, yeah, that's right. We were, I was talking about you guys the seeds I'm doing. Okay, so I'm doing more of the Chantilly. Like, You know what? I'm still trying to figure out if I should do more of the Chantilly Light Salmon Snapdragons because I they've had a lot of freezing weather recently and they're still green and so I don't think they're gonna die so I'm thinking about waiting to spring and then just cutting them back and see what happens um I do have some asters the sea star mix I think it's like more of a china aster so I'm gonna do that in March um I have some uh let's see yarrow it's flower burst lilac I have some um cheaters double blend hollyhock I have some alyssum I'm kind of debating upon whether or not I want to grow it it's just it only gets three to four inches tall like what am I supposed to do with that you know um I've got some asters it's like a called Nove Belgi mix um more amaranth I have a lot of um amaranth this year a lot of love lies bleeding I found a couple I found a number of green varieties so I'm really excited about that um the one downside is because amaranth produces seeds I'm kind of afraid I'm going to create a mess and I'm going to have this like taking over my garden. So I do have Aster's Daylight Frost Rose Frost. I do have Agrostema. It's the purple and pink Contessa. I planted this last year. It bloomed. It was very pretty, but they seem like it died. So I'm going to restart that. You know, I've got some milkweed and I'm not sure if I should go there. I'm terrified because I know this can be kind of invasive. Um, oh, uh I grew milkweed in, in Marlton for 30 years and, and it goes everywhere. It, it starts, does. 
it's in your grass, it's everywhere. It, the natural, um, you know, milkweed, the, the stuff that grows on the side of the roads and stuff like that. But I grew it for the um, butterflies and stuff. Um, How do you do in a pot? Well, that's the thing. If they go to seed, they go everywhere. Oh, if the, uh, if the pot is on the ground, the root will go out the bottom of the pot and move over too. Okay, well then I can grow it on my concrete. There okay. you go. Okay, so the garden girl says, "Oh, my seeds in the Michael photo containers from Michaels." Okay, cool. Okay, you have your your veggies in the color containers and the flowers in the clear ones. Oh, see, I did mine the opposite, kind of. I did more, my flowers, more of them in the color ones. And then my veggies are in the in the clear ones. Um, oh, yeah, so I got some hollyhocks called Spring Celebrity Jello Lemon. Um, you know the thing with hollyhocks is that they're short-term perennials, a lot of them. And so I really, I've grown them before where I direct sow them. And I didn't really get them to perennialize, so... I feel it's one of those types of things I just need to start a couple every year just to make sure I always have blooms. I have this one variety called Obey. Don't know which one that is. I got one called Queenie Salmon. Uh, more yarrow. I think I might plant a little bit more yarrow. Then I got Antwerp Hollyhock. Um, that should be, you know, blooming this year. And then I have Banana Hollyhock. So that's my A section. Um, so... Yeah. Now this year, I'm going to try to see if I can only plant like less than a thousand. Hi, Auntie's Garden. Oh, milkweed goes under the concrete too? Oh, <laughs> Lord, I guess. Okay, you, mm, okay, you know what? Mm, I guess, and then I don't know what I'm going to do because I, I really don't want to have to deal with anything invasive. Okay, so well, Auntie says- You can get- the milkweed that's um, that's not the um, invasive kind. Yeah, you know the the I don't know what you call it. The natural one that we have around here that makes that big fluffy thing. Mm. It, it's little tiny milkweed. They can get little pink flowers mm. or little orange flowers. Some call it uh, Mexican milkweed. Okay, um, that is not not um, inv invasive at all. And, and you can, it, it stays small. It doesn't get like six feet tall and all that kind of stuff. You know what? But, but you know what, though, Florence, like when I put stuff in my yard, like last year, there was stuff that was like twice its size. So I, yeah. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the native milkweed that we have that grows in the, you know, woods and in the, on the side of the road and stuff like that, mm -hmm. that gets, tall and viney because it reaches for sun if it's you know right. growing around a lot of other stuff yeah and, and and that stuff you know gets it just it just flies everywhere goes everywhere if you have a crack in your concrete it will go through the crack and travel i had zoysia grass all around my flower bed mm -hmm. it got into the zoysia grass and you could see you know it it coming up here and there like it was like a little trail where mm -hmm. you could follow the route where and then the little plants would come up from it but it it is um yeah you do you do have to manage it you do have to manage it okay well yeah, uh, yeah. Mm. I, I don't know if i can be taking on all that okay so auntie's garden says 
Uh, let's see. Good idea to use the color boxes. I'm using all clear. They were just on sale, too. Yeah, that's why I got them. Okay, so Auntie Zorn says, I'm late to the chat. Girl, you're not late. You're not late. You know? Superstars show up whenever, right? Exactly. <laughs> um, <laughs> hi, I've been doing very well. How are you? I'm waiting for your winter sewing in the colorful cups. Yes, I, I, I'm bad. I, I know. I need to start. I need to start. I'm going to try to do... Um, right now I have like 150 varieties of seeds in my containers and that's just the flowers. That's not the vegetables. That's just flowers. And I have, um, like three or four orders still to come. And on top of that, I'm part of the Hardy Plant Society and there, I got seeds through them and, um, those have not gotten here yet. And some of those are like, they actually, I didn't even realize that like hellebores, you could hellebore is like made seeds like that but i'm getting like three or four different types of hellebore seeds um there's a couple different types of woodland peonies i'm getting some tree peony seeds i'm hoping to have better luck with that um because um i'm hoping because somebody i did have somebody comment on one of my youtube videos with uh trying to grow peonies from seeds and said that they thought that my seeds were probably too old because once peony seeds got past a certain time, they really wouldn't germinate. And, you know, I, some of the seeds I had, the ones actually that I had the best success rate with were the ones that, um, I captured, I collected from my, um, uh, from my old house right before, uh, right before I left. Um, but the other ones, you know, it wasn't good. So with what I'm getting from the Hardy Plant Society, I think that stuff is fresh so I may have a little a better luck because I love like I love peonies. Okay, so a garden girl says I grow the showy milkweed and it's not invasive. Okay. Um, Auntie's garden said, "Are you so you're starting a potager garden?" <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what, Auntie's garden? I I I'm not. You know what? I'm eventually going to do a potager garden, but that plan kind of uh, went into disarray because last year um, I had to get a survey, expensive, and I realized that my property lines on one side were wrong. And it was wrong in a good way. It was wrong in the sense that it gave me more space. Um, so I'm going to have, I'm going to move my vegetables to a different area but that's going to be temporary because where I want my potager garden to go I really need to have like six trees taken out like the roots removed and that sort of thing um where I was planning to put it I didn't realize but I have like my septic line going out that side and so although it's down far you know growing ornamental flowers in that area is fine growing like vegetables or something edible in an area where there could be a leak is a different story. So um, I'm definitely going to have to go back to the drawing board on that one. So um, yeah, so I'm doing a temp some temporary stuff, but my ultimate, you know, potager garden, it's going to be some years down the road before I can do what I truly want to do. So yes, that is it. Okay. So, uh, Anybody else got more questions? You know what? My computer keeps wanting to like go to sleep on me and Florence over here. 
mine's doing the same thing, but but the volume continue even even though my iPad shuts down mm -hmm. and goes black, I can still hear you. Okay, okay, well that's good. So that stays on. It doesn't completely uh, cut you off. Okay, so Auntie's Garden. By the way, Auntie's Garden. What is your first name? <laughs> I mean, I can call you Auntie's Garden, but I don't know what your first name is. Uh, okay, so there's a there's a time lag here. Okay, so while she's doing that, I'm going to grab the B section in my thing. Oh, wait. You know what? I don't have any plants that have the, the botanical name starts with B. I need to fill this one. So y'all have some suggestions. Let me know. So let's move to the C. Okay, so I've got a Centuria Classic, classic Fantastic. That, this is, um, oh my gosh, bachelor, bachelor Buttons. Yeah, you know what? I've seen so many places that say Bachelor, bachelor Buttons are one of those things you can do winter sewing on and yeah they can they supposedly they, they can handle a frost yeah they couldn't handle a frost i'm going to try a different variety but i wasn't impressed um got more corn flour uh that's the century uh, the bachelor button corn flour asters why is this in this container i've got story canterbury bells uh got more corn flour i have something called honeywort um, we'll see. I got this from, um, Longwood Gardens. I got, um, Amish coxcomb celosia. I think that's going to be really, really pretty. Okay. So auntie's garden's first name is Andrea. Okay. So auntie's garden, what are you growing? Because I know you, aren't you like in California, you know, all that green, you, sh you know, you, you up in there showing on your, your, your channel, just making everybody else jealous. Um, I got some red buff calendula. I said I wasn't going to grow calendula this year. I don't know why, but I, I did it anyway. Um, I got more calendula. I've got like 4th of July mixed um, corn flowers. I got a lot more celosia because I really, I grew some from seed last year. It was the red chief flame. Absolutely great. I uh, got the Cosmo double click blend. I got some calendula called cantaloupe, which I think will be pretty. I got Bora, Barbora purple celosia. Barbosa Champagne Celosia, Sylphid Celosia, that's a green one. And then I have this like Bengal Frost Aster, uh, the Tower Chamois Aster, Tiger Par Aster, and Ruby Parfait Celosia, and then Mammoth Magenta Celosia. So there's going to be a lot of Celosia, guys. Um, next year, I want to do, I really want to do a um, Botanical Christmas Tree. And so I was looking around to see how I could dry all these flowers. And so uh, the third floor of my house is empty. There's no, um, there's no, uh, there's no like heat or anything up there. So, you know, air conditioning. So I think it'll be perfect place to uh, dry some, some flowers. So alrighty then. Oh yes. Oh, thank you, Lorraine. Yeah. The yeah. You know, I, you know what? It's amazing because it's amazing how your tastes change because I have been seeing Celosia like in the stores for, for such a long time. And I was just like, why would anybody want to grow that? 
And now I'm just like, I'm all about the Celosia. I don't know. I, but you know, I guess the other thing is that when you're growing your own varieties, because I get to pick the ones, you know, I'm obviously picking ones that look different uh, or, look, uh, or more like specialty varieties. And so they look different. So maybe that's probably it. Okay. So Andrea says, I'm in Southern California. Yeah, I know you in Southern California. You're making everybody jealous. So you're growing pansies and patience, uh, violas, ornamental kale, and saffron. You're growing saffron. Girl, you better guard that stuff. Because is that, that's an ex, that's an ex, is that, we're talking about the spikes, right? Because that stuff is expensive. So you need to put some like, you know, barbed wire, like you need to make that stuff for Knox. Because correct me if I'm wrong, but I think like, wasn't saffron one of those things like because of the rarity, like, you could actually use it as currency in some places. I'm pretty sure that that's the one. It's the most expensive um, spice. Okay. And it's more expensive than gold or anything. But I thought saffron was made from the center of uh, a specific crocus plant. I don't or know. Am I wrong? I know. Hey, Andrea, so with the saffron... Is that, is that, are we talking about the spice or are we talking about something different? Okay. She also says in her cut flower garden, I have ranunculus, lilies, daffodils, and tulips coming in the spring. Mm -hmm. Speaking of ranunculuses. Okay. Y'all want to see what I did? Y'all want to see my insanity? Okay. I shouldn't be showing y'all this level of insanity because y'all were going to go run, but um, I'm going to do it anyway. Watch this. Wait a minute. Is, are we... Am I supposed to be seeing you like a video? Because all I have is a black screen. Oh no no no! I'm I'm doing it. On, I'm doing a, a podcast on on um, Podbean, and I'm live streaming it to you um, to YouTube Live and Instagram Live. Y'all see? Do you guys see this box right here? Um, well, I'm uh, gonna try to find you on YouTube, okay. <laughs> so yeah, I so can see you. And so this box right here, like Lowe's had the 50% off. I bought 22 bags of ranunculus, 25 each. So I have like 500 of these bad boys. Um, unfortunately, they're not like, they're not like, a, I can't, like, they can't handle the New Jersey winters. So I can't put them in, but um, yeah, so I got to pull them in some, I am going to put it in my attic because it's a little bit cooler. It'll keep, but you know. Let's see. So Garden Girl says, I started tropical milkweed in my jugs and tropical milkweed doesn't get crazy and I grow those in a pot in the ground. Okay. Well, okay. Well, maybe, well, maybe I'll try some tropical milkweed because I would like to help the butterflies, but I don't want it taking over my garden because, you know. Uh, so Peach is fall crocuses. Oh, okay. I haven't, you know, they, I, you know, I've never grown crocuses. I should try that. Uh, so Andrea says, my vegetables are curly mustard greens, string beans, broccoli, bok choy, Spanish. Yes, saffron spice. The saffron will be in the center three strands. Oh, spinach. <laughs> Not Spanish. Okay. I was like, no, you know what? There's so many varieties of plants. Like, if you, you, all, you see, I didn't even question. I'm like, oh, there's a Spanish version of bok choy. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh fall crocus for the saffron oh okay okay huh interesting i've only used saffron like one time i think i was using it because i was making some sort of spanish rice and the recipe called for saffron so to color the rice and that's pretty much 
that's pretty much it. Um, oh, Triple Oaks Nursery carries the saffron crocus. You know, Inez, I wish Triple Oaks were much or closer you know, to where I live. Uh, I wish Triple Oaks were much or closer to where I live. Oh, hey, um... Wait a minute, that was me. I'm so sorry. Uh, you, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I just, uh, just mute your... If you're on YouTube, just whatever you're playing it through, just mute that part. Sorry. <laughs> mute the YouTube, right? Okay. Hey. Okay. Okay, thank you. I'm, okay. I'm new to all of this. No, it's fine. So Lisa Lisa Ziegler lists bachelor button as a winter hurry to zone winter hurry to zone six. So wait, hold on. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. I just uh you know what? Um Garden Girl I grew Bachelor Button. And I don't know, maybe it's the variety, because I know some varieties are perennial, but whatever I had, it was not perennial. You know, it, it did not handle that frost. Like, I killed, it killed off most of my bachelor button. I was so upset. I really was. Okay, so Auntie's Garden says, I got them off of Etsy. Oh, she, I grew bachelor button last spring and I fell in love with them. You know something, the thing is, like, when I'm seeing everybody else's bachelor button, and I don't know, maybe it's because of the location I had my bachelor button the one year, but everyone else's bachelor buttons seem like they're kind of big, and mine were, like, teenage and I was just kind of like, oh, look, single bloom. So, I don't know, I gotta, um, but I think it just may be because in my promenade beds, it's more sandy, so I, I don't know, or maybe I kept it because of how I did you know, start seeds that year, I may have inadvertently stunted the growth because I will stunt some growth on some plants, okay? So, yes, okay, let's see. What's this little dot up here? Okay. Alrighty then, guys. So, e, we are now at 9.25. So, last call for winter sowing questions. Anybody? I gotta get you, I gotta get every, I gotta get all y'all on Podbean. Because <laughs> so, on Podbean, I literally have, let's see, one, two, aside from myself, I can have seven callers on the line and we can do like a party line. Uh, one of the past podcasts, I think there was like four of us on, that was hilarious. <laughs> So, um, I did do a video on how to use Podbean and how to call in, um, on the whole thing. Cause it really, it really is quite easy. Okay. So, uh, so auntie's garden wants to know the soil mix for my cups. Okay. So auntie's garden, I tested six last year. Uh, the winner in my opinion was ProMix BX with mycorrhizal fungi. So that's what I'm going to be using in my winter sowing cups this year, um, exclusively. Uh, the lids I use for solo cups are called milkshade lids. Yeah, hang on for a second. Let me see if I can pull up another. Um, hang on. Let me see how, if I can do this. Because I do. Oop. Okay, hang on. Did I? Did I? Okay, I did do that. Okay, good. Uh, let's see. Solo cup milkshake lids web rest. Let me see if I can pull up the link. I'll just post it in the thing so you you guys can see. Um, 
Because it's like a, it's a domed lid. Uh, let's see. Do I have a, oh, did I have an account? Let's see. You know what they reminded me of? The Slurpee lids. Yeah, ba well, basically that's what they are. Hang yeah. on. Let me see if I can find. I'm trying to remember what account I use. Web restaurant. Oh boy. Um, let's see, um, let's see, it's a milkshake lids. Okay, let's see. Oh, you've got to be kidding me. What on earth? Uh, you know what? Let me see. Solo. Don't. Oh, solo dome lids. Is that what it was under? Okay. Here, here we go. There we go. Ooh, girl, the price went up on these babies. Ooh, it went up a lot too. Um. Mm, okay, web restaurant. I mean, I know times are tough, but glory, hallelujah, that's a big jump. Okay. So I got the, I got the address. So let me copy this into the chat box. <laughs> yes, um, Andrea, Pro Mix BX. It's got the mycorrhiza, uh-huh. Okay, and so web restaurant store. Yeah, that's, yeah, it's the Solo Cup domed lids. So I'll have to find the exact link because man, oh man. Uh, wait, hang on for a second, you guys. I think I gave you the wrong one. Hang on, hang on. Let me look at this. Okay, this is more like it. Okay, you know what? Let me put the correct link in there. I'm sorry, guys. I'm giving you guys bad information. Okay, so this is, um, let's see. I think it's actually this one. Okay, there we go. Okay. Um, so Garden Girls says, I bought some kind of saffron from Baker Creek. They have some really interesting stuff at Baker Creek. I'm looking forward to, um, I, I am actually, my stuff is on order from them. They have shipped it. So I cannot wait till those seeds get there because I'm just ready to, uh, <clears throat> I'm ready to start planting. Um, so, okay. Any other questions? Because if not, I'm going to sign off. Thank you guys for joining me. I'm glad I got a lot of people who were, you know, um, who were, you know, interested and had some questions. Um, and I'm trying to figure out how, what am I supposed to do here? Oh, okay. That's how that works. Okay. Okay, so um, Florence, I'm going to sign off. Go, uh, don't forget to email me your address so I can send you some poppy seeds. I I already I I already sent a a, a message to you on Messenger. Okay, cool. if okay. you if you put your return address on it, 
I, while I was sitting here, I went digging through my little uh, shoebox of seeds and I have um, mil milkweed seeds, the Mexican ones, and I'll send you some of them. Um, uh, uh, Florence, honey, I have, I'm going to have like 200 varieties of seeds. I really can't take any more. Oh, okay. No problem. No I, problem. Okay. So on YouTube, it said I froze. Okay. I'm sorry. Well, guys, if I'm, hopefully I'm active right now, guys, I'm signing off. Thank you guys so much for joining. Um, if you guys have another topic that you want me to go through, go over for the next, um, the next live podcast, uh, message me on Instagram. I'm, uh, the vintage gardener NJ. And we'll do this again. Um, if any, oh, hey, Caleb. Hi, Josh. Um, Caleb, we're, I'm actually getting ready to finish this live. Sorry about that. I will uh, post it on Instagram so you guys can watch the, uh, the recap. Um, but yeah, if you guys have any other um, topics you guys want me to cover, want me to ask, want to ask me about, uh, just send something. I'm still trying to figure out what the next topic is going to be. Um, Last year I did the winter sewing on camera. I'm going to do that this year too. Yes, I, I am going to do it. I have not started yet, but yes, I am planning to do some new videos um, on winter sewing. So, you know, um, you guys can see that. And uh, Lorraine, um, I'm glad that you uh, found the information valuable. I'm going to have, hopefully I do have a great week. I'm starting trial on Tuesday and not happy about that. <laughs> so, uh, but I did enjoy taking a work break to come do this with you guys. So anyway, guys, good night. And I will see you guys in the next podcast. Okay. Good night.